Hello, hello everyone and welcome to Ahead of the Crypto Curve where we are creating Satoshi Millionaires one family at a time, one day at a time, one Bitcoin at a time, one Satoshi at a time. And ladies and gentlemen, that means you. I am your host, Naja Roberts, and it is my mission in life to lead my people out of financial slavery. Today is November the 29th. Boy, how time flies when you're having fun. There are so many things going on in this cryptocurrency space, ladies and gentlemen. I don't even know where to start today, but we're going to start with a quote that I found back in about 2016. And I think that was around the time that Brian Armstrong took the helm of being the CEO of Coinbase. And I shouldn't say took the helm, just just, you know, he was a CEO. And so I think he really started to come around, uh, in my opinion, initially with good things happening to make sure that customers were safe. And so this was a quote that he said, if there was one positive takeaway from the collapse of Mt. Gox, It is the willingness of a generation of Bitcoin companies to work together to ensure the future of Bitcoin and the security of customer funds. And again, that's Brian Armstrong, CEO of Coinbase. Well, unfortunately, with this whole FTX debacle and all the companies that came together for gain, and profit before people, they got a little bit greedy and a lot of bit greedy. (laughs) And uh, unfortunately, a lot of people are feeling the ramifications of what happened with FTX. And again, if you have and own and hold your cryptocurrencies in your own private wallets, you don't have any, uh, hurt. There was nothing that happened to your funds other than the fact that Bitcoin is still trading pretty low. And we'll talk about that in a little while. That's nothing different um, than it has been in the past when the price, you know, has dropped and we say Bitcoin is on sale. And we've seen this going on. I believe this is the eighth incident where Bitcoin has actually dropped and people are taking advantage and doing what we call buying in the dip. And so if you are buying in the dip, some of us are, some of us are not, but some of us are really excited about this price drop because we know what's coming. And um, we're going to talk about in a few minutes Putin, who just called for international countries to do something else. And so it's an interesting time. I really feel like we've got so many historical things going on that we just can't even keep up with them. And um, we'll look back at this time and say, just remember how fast things were going and how people were running away from Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies and which they should have been running to it while all of these I don't even want to call them idiosyncrasies because they're bigger than that. All of these massive things are happening in this space and it's putting people on the sidelines. And hopefully our community is not on the sidelines. But 
And I'm going to make a quote that says, if there is one positive takeaway from the collapse of FTX, you know now to hold your own coin in your own wallet and do not leave it to anyone else to be in charge of your money. And that is the CEO, Naja Roberts of Crypto Blockchain Plug. So I better put that online so we can we can note that. But you definitely cannot leave this industry to anyone else because they will do what they want to do. And so we're seeing exactly what's going on. And a co-worker and, and I um, were talking a little bit earlier today um, and just really talking about why Sam Bankman Freed is not in prison or jail. He wouldn't be in prison already, but he would be in jail if this was anybody else that had done this and led people astray, told lies about what was actually in the Treasury, coerced investors to get involved. I mean, he would be in in jail for real and he would be he would have bailed out already but this dude has not even saw the inside of a cell and it's because so many powerful people including congresspersons and different individuals are tied with him and I really feel like they believe if he goes down there's a lot of things that are going to come out and so I think eventually he'll go down but I think that they're going to make sure that they clean it up first before he goes down and really pulls down all these different individuals with him. And so that's what we've been taking a look at because this has just been flat out trickery. He's done a lot of things that should never have been allowed to happen. He had no board of directors. And I just remember because I own a business every year, we have to give a statement of information of who's on the board and what's going on. And, and I, and, and we know, we, we know why we are held to a higher standard than other individuals. And it's just sickening to see, uh, especially in a space that's so new where people are trying to build trust uh, for him to do something like this and take advantage of people's ignorance. I'll say it that way. And it's not in a bad way, ignorance, but people's ignorance inside of the space, not really realizing the checks and balances and what should have been done along the way, but just the basic things as a business to um, just make sure you have a board of director in place where the board of directors can give you those checks and balances and make sure that things are on track and and the, that the business is functioning the way that it should. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, when we come forward, we are going to talk about one of the biggest events that is happening in Bitcoin specifically right now. And it's the capitulation during the trades. And I'm going to explain what all that is when we come forward. This is KBLA Talk 1580. In a moment, moment. more with Naja Roberts as we get ahead of the crypto curve on KBLA Talk 1580. You're listening to Ahead of the Crypto Curve with Naja Roberts on KBLA Talk 1580. All right. Welcome forward. So let's get into the nitty gritty. Let's get into some of the conversation. That's a bit of a sore thumb. Uh, the good, the bad, the ugly, the indifferent. I always promise to bring it to you 
raw and real. So Bitcoin capitulation is the first. Uh, well, actually, this is the fourth worst ever Bitcoin uh, drop where the holders, we call them hodlers, H-O-D-L-E-R-S, lose about 10 billion in a week. And so let me explain what that actually means. Now, I always say that if you haven't sold your Bitcoin, you haven't lost a dime. But a lot of people are just scared about what's going on and they're selling their Bitcoin prematurely. So when someone is selling, someone is buying. And there are a lot of people, including myself, trying to pick up all the Bitcoin on the other end. But what is capitulation? Capitulation is another word for panic selling or liquidating a position in a security for a loss as it declines in, pre in price for fear of additional loss. And so there are a lot of people that are experiencing uh, Bitcoin capitulation and they're selling and they've lost or written off at least 10 billion in losses or they will be able to for the year 2022 because they sold their Bitcoin. And so Bitcoin hodlers lost big after FTX on chain data confirms. And we took a look at this, that Bitcoin since the FTX debacle has become a major target for the buy and the dip opportunities, which I just talked about because people are selling people that don't know what's going on. And they think FTX has all to do with the cryptocurrency space and all of the other companies. And I cannot say it more. Ladies and gentlemen, when Wells Fargo got caught opening up falsified bank accounts and just doing all kind of nefarious things. It had no impact on Bank of America, Chase, um, Citibank, or any of those other banks. It just all had to do with Wells Fargo. The same exact thing is happening with FTX. FTX is an exchange, an exchange that had a lot of people believing that he was the best thing smoking and to continue to invest in his empire. And he talked a good one and he got everybody all tied up and involved in all his operations. And as he falls, so will those companies. But it has nothing to do with Binance. It has nothing to do with Gemini. It has nothing to do with Coinbase. It has nothing to do with crypto blockchain plug. It has nothing to do with Cash App. Unless any of us that I just named went into business or we had some sort of um, interest in what he was doing or we were a stakeholder. If we were a stakeholder, if we loaned him some money, if we had coins sitting on his exchange and really just believe in all the things that he was doing, then it definitely affected us, but it did not. So all of these people that are ill-informed are running away, selling their Bitcoin and people are buying in the dip. And these opportunists are making a boatload 
of um, stacking of Satoshis. They're not making a boatload of money because Bitcoin has not increased in price. It hasn't done bad, but it has not increased the way that we think it is. And in a few minutes, I'm going to share an article about why we're buying in the dip and what we really feel in this cryptocurrency space, Bitcoin specifically is going to do for us in the next five to 10 years. But as we look at this, uh, as we look at Bitcoin investors, um, again, we see multi-billion dollar losses for those people who sold and for those that are you know, really keeping score. November has the fourth largest event on record, a seven day realizing this loss. And this is four times bigger than the peak in December. Remember, I said that this has happened before, but this is four times larger than the peak in December of 2018. It is two times larger than March of 2020. And so um, this is what is going on. And so while the dollar value capitulation can be explained, um, there are a whole bunch of people who are not really telling the secret that they're actually selling Bitcoin at a loss. I'm going to tell you what they're doing. Some people are selling Bitcoin at a loss. So they have write-offs for 2022 and then they are buying it back at pretty much the same price or lower because they won't have to do any reporting on this until they decide to pull out or sell again. And so I'm watching a couple of people that I know that uh, are doing exactly that because they need write-offs for 2022. And so this is a great way to do it. And so I was looking on Cointelegraph and they reported directly following the event that hodlers, people holding on to Bitcoin, were sitting on 50% Uh, Bitcoin's supply at unrealized losses. So let's just say they got Bitcoin at $100. And so now they're um, they're They had billions of dollars. Anytime that Bitcoin has taken a major dip or a loss such as this, they actually sell out of their Bitcoin position showing a loss. And I wouldn't say $100. Um, let's just say somebody, because that's, that's a backwards analogy. If someone bought when Bitcoin was $69,000, let us just say they were, they're holding no matter what. But they bought Bitcoin when it was at $69,000. They would right now sell and take that loss, be able to write it off on their taxes, buy it back, um, not buy that specific Bitcoin back, but they will buy some Bitcoin back and then they will begin holding again just in case something like this happens. Those individuals that are able to take advantage of these types of markets are very organized. And that's something that I had to learn in this space because there's something called first in 
first out and a lot of them are buying Bitcoin and they have these different wallets and they remember because they can go through and reconciliate how much they bought specific Bitcoin for. And so when things like this happen, they go ahead and sell the Bitcoin at a loss that they bought high and then they come back in, buy it low. And then every time there's an event such as this, they're figuring out what Bitcoin they bought at a high dollar value and they're going to take those losses and sell and buy back in and so it's a great thing for them and it's a great thing for individuals to be able to shuffle and figure out which bitcoin they need to sell at what time and it's something that we'll get used to doing as we learn as we get more acclimated to this bitcoin space and so i'm watching again everything that i'm watching and learning I am doing my best to bring back to our community and it takes some maneuvering to do those things. And um, it's not super easy. And eventually those of us that are watching and learning will be doing much better. We'll be great at this in the next two to three years. I'm going to say it's going to take us some time to get it together, but buying in the dip um, is what we need to be doing. I'm not saying we need to be selling off any of the high Bitcoin that we got taking losses. Um, but you can, if you have that strategic plan together and you need to make sure that you have the right tax professional that can actually take a look at the Bitcoin price when you purchased it, seeing what your sell-off price is going to be and what you're actually able to gain by taking a loss on the sale of your Bitcoin. And so you want to make sure that you are really paying attention um, and talking to a tax professional. I am not a tax professional, not providing financial advice, definitely not uh, providing tax advice. Tax is, is one of my sorest subjects, even though I can do it, I just do not like it. And so uh, I leave that to the professionals. And there are people out there that can assist you in making sure that your actual financial plan is together. If you're planning on selling Bitcoin that you bought high, uh, that you'll be selling low. And so there's a lot of different things going on and I'm just sitting back watching, taking notes, uh, figuring out what's going to work best for our community and how and when we need to execute these things. And a lot of things we're not going to be able to do over the radio, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to have to put some of these things in a private network where people can read and follow along and catch a couple of vid videos so you know exactly how to make a profit and how to actually uh, trade and do some of these different things that I'm talking about. And it's difficult when we're talking to people that are all different levels of of understanding in the cryptocurrency space. We've got a lot of newbies. We've got individuals that are more well-versed in this space. And so they're looking for bigger and better things that they can do. A lot of people always tell me that they're bored with Bitcoin, with just buying Bitcoin. What can they do? What can they uh, get involved in? How can they diversify? So all of those things are really good pieces of content that I can't necessarily do on the radio. And so I am continuing to put it together a uh, site that my team built 
probably a year and a half ago. It's called the Virtual Underground Railroad, and we'll be putting information in there to share with the community some how-tos, just sharing what our accounts looks like, and uh, just really helping our community pull things into the proper perspective because there is so much going on. How can you possibly know what to get involved in and what not to get involved in? And one thing I will always do is be truthful with our community. If I'm losing on something or lost on something or I know someone is no good for our community, I will definitely put that out there. Uh, But we've got to do it on our own platform where we control the content. If we put it out on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook, nine times out of 10, it can be deleted because they don't allow you to put things online that that there is some sort of censorship on. And I can tell you that I know that censorship is real. And even with Elon Musk buying Twitter and telling people that they can speak freely about whatever they want, I think that there's going to be some pressure put on him to change the way that he's running Twitter and the way that he's allowing individuals to speak their mind, even though we're supposed to have freedom of speech. And I think more and more individuals around this country are starting to see that we are not as free as we have been told. And I say that all the time when I say I'm leading my people out of financial slavery. There are so many different forms of slavery and And um, we are we've got a lot of work to do, family. We really have got a lot of work to do. And so as we take a look at our finances and we look at this cryptocurrency space, the only way to be outspoken is to be on a decentralized platform. And none of those other social media platforms are decentralized. So what we're going to start doing is posting a lot of things on the underground, virtual underground railroad. You'll hear it. We call it the VER stands for virtual underground railroad and as i make uh inference to that i'll say hey i'm posting that information in the ver for you to read and really just trying to show everyone what is going on in this space in real time and not only that just making sure that anything that we're not able to say on the radio or on videos or anything like that, we can put inside the ver and you can get that information. So I'm looking forward to that. And just so you know, inside of the virtual underground railroad, there are all sorts of things that relate to cryptocurrency, but they also relate to real estate and cryptocurrency. Maybe it has to do with airlines and cryptocurrency maybe it's a country in cryptocurrency and so we have all these different categories inside of the virtual underground railroad that we can pack full of information for our community because the bottom line is what's in this for me not meaning myself but you that's what everybody is tuned into what's in this for me and we've got to make sure that we are clear and precise as we move forward now we can't do any personal financial services uh questioning or anything like that either on the radio or in ver but we definitely can help get you in the right direction now if you attend one of our master classes or one of our actual events then we can do some things a little bit more personal but this virtual underground railroad will definitely put information for you 
in there that you need. And then also don't forget we have uh, CryptoStreetsNews.com where you can go and get cryptocurrency news every single day, seven days a week, 24 hours a day. And you can just type in maybe the coin that you want to learn about and everything is categorized in there. And I'm really hoping that you all are using that website to get your cryptocurrency news. Maybe some of the things that I miss on a daily basis, because we can't talk about it all because there's a lot going on. When we come forward, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to talk about Putin, who is calling for international change as it relates to money. And we've got to do a market report and a whole lot of other things are on the table right now. So when we come forward, this is KBLA Talk 1580. A safe place to go loud, loud, loud. A great place for progressive politics. KBLA Talk 1580. We're not ratings driven. We're engagement driven. You're listening to KBLA Talk 1580. All right, welcome forward. And so I just wanted to make a correction. So we have the CryptoStreetsNews.io. CryptoStreetsNews.io is what you will be going to to get updated cryptocurrency news it doesn't matter what coin you are researching you can get the news there on my site it's called crypto uh, streets news dot io and also i am forgetting that today is giving tuesday giving tuesday so those of you that would like to give to crypto kids camp uh, which we take inner city children right in all cities, but specifically in Los Angeles, we'll be doing something with the Vermont Slauson Economic Development Agency and children right in South Central Los Angeles. And you can actually go to thegivingblock.com, thegivingblock.com. Com, and you can click Crypto Kids Camp and you can actually give a donation right there for Crypto Kids Camp. And they accept all sorts of different cryptocurrencies as a donor. And if you know anyone that has cryptocurrency that would like to donate to Crypto Kids Camp, today is Giving Tuesday. And so we are on the giving block and we are accepting any donations that anyone wants to give. Even if you don't have cryptocurrency and you just want to donate to the children, we're more than likely going to be having a crypto kids camp at the Vermont Slauson Economic Development Agency in the first week of April. And so we were on a call yesterday making sure that we solidify that and um, that that camp is open for the community. And so there is and will be limited space. And so we'll tell you how to go about signing up with that later. But in the meantime, we are definitely raising funds so that we can push the initiative forward to go beast mode on breaks. And that is our program, Crypto Kids Camp. And this, again, being Giving Tuesday, it only happens once a year, Giving Tuesday, and everyone is giving in different communities because, again, they need a write-off. And what better way to obtain a write-off to give to your your favorite charity? And so I am looking forward 
to seeing what we're actually able to do through donations, through Giving Block today. So thegivingblock.com if you're interested. All right. And so let's just, um, I'm not even going to really go into this whole article, but I'm always talking to you all about looking at the macro. And we've had a lot of macro triggers that have affected the price of Bitcoin just a little bit, the FTX fallout. But right now we got some stuff going on in China, ladies and gentlemen, that the China protests um, is a big deal. It's a big deal, believe it or not, because when people in China are looking for a way to be away from or from under the thumb of their government, they're going to seek alternative ways to, to have and hold money. Because if they are depending on their government and they do the wrong thing, their government can just cut them off. And so these protests in China, just keep an eye on it. It's, it has nothing to do with us specifically, but it will definitely have some sort of effect on the economy. And, and everyone needs to know that. Also, we need to be paying attention to whether or not the railroads go on strike. All of those things are macro issues, but they are macro triggers that will help or harm both the stock market as well as this cryptocurrency space. And so we need to be paying attention to those things so we can, um, you know, fare relatively well. Now, I'm not sure that they're going to go on strike at the railroad. And so I'm not going to go all the way off. I'm just going to tell you what I think. And for those of you that are interested in doing Christmas, it may behoove you to start a whole lot earlier than you are used to and finish a whole lot earlier than you're used to. Why is that? You may ask, because even if the railroad does not go on strike or even if they go, I don't know, either way I just think that they're using every single excuse that they can to raise prices and when we're thinking about saving and investing and making sure that we're keeping more money than we're spending we've got to look at uh, doing things ahead of time so that we can stay out of that web that they're weaving and I think they're weaving a web to make sure that they can charge more and say oh this is because you know, they're on strike and we can't get goods and services and all of those things. And so it's a good idea to go ahead as soon as you can and make some things happen for your family, if that's what you choose to do. And so I just wanted to put that out there. So um, there's and, I, and I'll keep an eye on the Chinese market and tell you how China pro protesting is going to affect our community. While we're talking about the macro, let me just go quickly to Putin, who calls for uh, international settlements based on blockchain and digital currencies. Russian President Vladimir Putin believes a new system for international money transfers is needed to reduce the dependency on big banks and third parties. Sound familiar? We've been telling you all that this is what needs to happen, but because he is under sanctions and all sorts of things, he's realizing that there's a major need for him to control his own money. And so he's calling for the inter 
international countries to to follow suit. And so he is convinced that the cross-border payments relying on digital currency and distributed ledger technology can be much more convenient. But of course, he has ulterior motives. Russia's um, head of state actually urged for blockchain power international payments, and they're going to be putting this together. We all know very well that under today's illegitimate restrictions. One of the lines of attack is through settlements and our financial institutions know that this is, they know this better than anyone because they are exposed to these practices. And so, um, today the system of international payments is expensive with Corresponding accounts and regulation control by a small club of states and financial groups. Who do you think he's talking about? And this is actually a quote that he said that is controlled by a small club of states and financial groups. We already knew that. And so um, he's calling for other countries to come with him to get this going. And it probably is going to. Uh, really get kicked into high gear as we continue to see all of these wars and some of these things that are coming down the pipe in the next couple of months. They're going to ensure that they're able to do business without having to ask or deal with the United States. And you just watch what I say. They are definitely going to do that. And they're going to continue to buck and push and uh, fight. And so we'll see what actually happens. And so um, Russia has really been mulling over comprehensive crypto regulations in the past few months with increasing support of legislation of cross-border crypto payments. In September, just in September, ladies and gentlemen, the financial authorities of Moscow actually started developing a mechanism for international cryptocurrency settlements. And um, a recent report revealed that Russia and Cuba both under sanctions, are already discussing the matter and coming together. And so times are changing. And I'm going to say this over and over again. Prior to 14 years ago, there were no options. But since there is an option, and this is a perfect storm, you've got war, you've got civil unrest, you've got protests, you've got pandemics you've got all of these things and i'm not going to go into the whole fact that they may be manufactured issues um but all of these things coupled together create an opportunity for something different and i have been saying this for the last couple of years it is time to do something different ladies and gentlemen because if we continue doing what we've always done we're going to continue to get what we've always gotten and so we've got to change our mindset so with that ladies and gentlemen when we come forward we're going to jump in real quick to the um, market update. I'm going to tell you where Bitcoin is today. And then I'm going to give you a pie in the sky from a young lady named Kathy Wood. And I'm saying pie in the sky because it's my actual um, philosophy as well. But we'll talk about it when we come forward. This is KBLA Talk 1580. Old money, old money, old money. 
money. New money. New money. We've got you covered. Keep it locked to the Midday Money Chain on KBLA Talk 1580. Now, now let's get back to Ahead of the Crypto Curve with Naja Roberts on KBLA Talk 1580. All right. Welcome forward. So Bitcoin is in the green all the way across. And... It is at $16,474 as we speak. It is up 0.06% in the last hour, and it is up in the last 24 hours 1.6%, and in the last seven days 1.9%. And Ethereum is exactly the same. It's at 12 hundred twenty dollars right now it's up 0.11 percent in the last hour and it is uh up in the last 24 hours 4.10 percent and then in the last seven days 8.14 percent and so all the other cryptocurrencies seem to fall they just all fall follow suit and so we see this uh, green across a lot of these different um, cryptocurrencies. And so this is just the way that it happens. And ladies and gentlemen, the volatility is real, but we really firmly believe that the technology will bring us through. And so we're not worried. And to that end, I am going to say Kathy Wood um, has a forecast out here. And Kathy Wood is stating that she feels that Bitcoin is going to hit $1 million, one Bitcoin, which is 100 million Satoshis. She believes that Bitcoin will hit, and she said still hit, so she said this before, $1 million by 2030. And it's going to benefit from the collapse of FTX. And I agree wholeheartedly that um, FTX collapse is going to benefit us all. Even though you all may be hearing doom and gloom, it is definitely going to be is going to benefit us because it's going to get the wrong players out of the way. And those of us that are genuine and doing the right thing and really building and really educating and really teaching self-custody will be able to thrive in this time. And so 1 million uh, per coin by 2023. So your dollar cost averaging right now, your way to a whole Bitcoin. So you may be buying $6 a day, $6 a day, $6 a day. And we're going to continue to do that. And then Bitcoin still is trading sideways. And so you may have a substantial amount of Bitcoin, especially if you've been doing this since April. Um, you got to look at what you have and see exactly where you stand. And you may want to start putting it on a cold storage wallet. But the goal is to accumulate one Bitcoin in its totality at some point in your life and have full access to it and know how to pass it on to your to your family in the event that something happens to you. And so she believes it's going to hit a million by 2030. And I believe the exact same thing. In fact, I think it's going to be a little bit more, but one million 
I'll deal with that. That's awesome. And it's the right time uh, because we're telling each and every one of you that we're looking at a five to 10 year trajectory. And this 2030 falls right in the middle of that. So ladies and gentlemen, when we come forward, we will do our daily dollar cost average and we will talk about the um, the need to make sure that you are ordering your actual ledgers or your trezors, a cold storage device in 2023 uh, or making sure you have it by 2023 because the time is here and the time is absolutely now. So when we come forward, we'll get into that conversation. This is KBLA Talk 1580. You're linked to the Midday Money Chain with Lynn Richardson and Naja Roberts exclusively on KBLA Talk 1580. This is KBLA Talk 1580, where everybody is somebody and nobody is a stranger. You belong here. All right. Welcome forward. Welcome forward. If you missed any information about how to donate to Crypto Kids Camp for Giving Tuesday, please send me a email at asknajaroberts at najaroberts. No, asknajaroberts at gmail.com. Asknajaroberts at gmail.com. I can also give you the information about the website. Um, that you can go to for cryptocurrency news on a daily basis. It pulls everything into one place. You can also um, get with me about the virtual underground railroad. Just send me an email. Ask Naja Roberts at gmail.com. And while we're talking about it, if there's anything that you want me to address, you want you want me to talk about, just send me a quick note to ask Naja Roberts at gmail.com and I will get on it for you. I'll actually talk about it live on the air. And I thank each and every one of you for sending me different types of articles and things that assist me in making sure that you have quality content. So please ask Naja Roberts at gmail.com is phenomenal. Please do that. You can also go to NajaRoberts.com and I also have a place where you can buy your ledgers. There's I've, I've got ledgers and trezors. There's some links that you can get. So it, just send me a quick little note on asknajaroberts at gmail.com. And I'll get that information over to you because you've got to get yourself a cold storage device so that you can keep your Bitcoin off the exchange. And so as we get ready to do our daily dollar cost average, a DCA a day keeps poverty away. I am going to ask you to take out your phone, your cell phone and open up the black Wall Street wallet. And you're going to click on the purple circle in the middle that has the two white arrows that go both direction. And you are going to buy an asset and you are going to do six dollars one time. Now, you can do whatever you want to do. One hundred dollars, a thousand dollars, whatever. Whatever you want to do, you can do that. But you're buying Satoshis. It is a small increment of Bitcoin. Uh, there's a small increment of a dollar called a penny. And so a Satoshi is a small increment of a Bitcoin. And so we're going to buy $6 worth of it today. We're going to click continue. I designated a wallet called KBLA Talk 1580. And I'm going to put it in there and I'm going to click continue. And voila, I have purchased Bitcoin this very second. 
um, and the price of that Bitcoin, ladies and gentlemen, is 16,472, which means I get less Bitcoin today than I did yesterday because the price has gone up. So with that, we are making way for the DL Hughley show. You all, thank you for rocking with me on the head of the crypto curve on KBLA, the unapologetically progressive KBLA talk 1580. KBLA 1580 Santa Monica.